0: This is the Convo with Joe show. This week on the Convo with Joe show, I welcome Ross Wetzel. He is a friend of mine that I've met over the internet of all things. Ross is a family man, a real estate agent, entrepreneur, and a whole lot more. Join us as we talk about the different things that are going on in his life, as well as the real estate market in general, and we hear about some great things like Pizza Night with Frank Sinatra and his growing up in Kentucky. Let's welcome Ross. Welcome to the Convo with Joe show. I'm your host Joe, and I've got my friend Ross with me today. Ross, say hi. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing?
1: I, I am really doing good. I'm, I'm glad to be on this show. I feel like I'm, I'm an elite guest here. I mean, this is a, this is a, a major event for
0: me. You you are. You're actually going to be the second guest. Uh, I haven't recorded it yet, but my wife made it very clear to me that she was not happy. <laughs> that she was going to be the, not be the first guest. So.
1: Well, happy wife, happy life. I understand.
0: That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Ross, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where do you live? What do you do for a living?
1: Uh, well, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm from uh, Owensboro, Kentucky originally. And uh, I'm that guy in real estate, you can't figure out what I do. I uh, own an appraisal company. I'm an appraiser. I'm a realtor. I manage a couple of commercial properties. Uh, I'm kind of all over the place
0: wow that's that's quite the the combo so you kind of you work with all the segments from like before you buy to the buying to the making sure it's okay to buy it and then afterwards pretty much pretty much i
1: cover you from from uh, cradle grave on that so (laughs)
0: that's awesome and it's pretty obvious you are from the south like uh, you have the awesome southern accent i love it (laughs)
1: Is it really bad? I, I can't hear it. I, it must be terrible <laughs> if you're saying something about
0: it. No, 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 no. It's it actually. It's just awesome. Like I've got a bunch of friends, obviously from the south, and and every time I talk to them, I'm like, I must sound really weird to them.
1: Well, I will tell you, from my friends uh, back home, in Kentucky, I am I'm downright Neapolitan here. It's a it is. A, my mom she has my name as a four syllable ro- ro- word. She feels Ross. It's like R A W S. You know. So.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Now you grew up in Owensboro, you said. Yeah, Owensboro, Kentucky. Nice. And tell me a little bit about growing up. What was what was like? One big thing from growing up that kind of sticks out to you.
1: You know, it, looking back and raising, now that I have a, a son and a daughter, yeah. looking back on, on uh, growing up in that place, it was it was about as Mayberry as you can get in uh, in modern times. Uh, small town, small river town. Good people, good place to grow up, good place to raise kids. Um, I, I miss it in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, I don't. I live in a big city with a lot of things to do where we didn't have that growing up. Sure. But, you know, I, I try to explain to my kids that my life growing up was not vastly different than my parents' life, but their life, my children's life is vastly different than my life growing up. And That's it's really hard, interesting. Yeah. But like my kids don't get it. Like they they, they mix things up, and they'll say, Daddy, were your DVDs in black and white when you were growing up? (laughs) And I'm like, no, we didn't have, we had color TV, but no, you know, so it's that disconnect that this generation has from us that they don't understand the world before them, because everything is at their fingertips, and uh, I miss those days.
0: Yeah, you know, like you, I grew up in a smaller town. Um, We had about 2,000 people, and we were on the eastern side of the twin cities in minnesota Mm -hmm. and my mom was the mayor so everyone knew my family we had a river too so we had the the st croix river we had store in town it was called Nellie's. it was literally this this woman took her front porch and turned it into like a convenience store yeah and and we'd ride our bikes up you know and and go to nelly's with our pennies and get penny candy and and i was trying to explain this to my kids and they're like well what what's penny candy what's a penny yeah what's a penny and they're, they're like wait you can get a piece of candy for a penny i'm like oh yeah i'm real old oh yeah <laughs> real Yeah. Old. yeah like well exactly. did you take your your scooter up there i'm like no scooters weren't a thing <laughs> it was human power it was right flintstone power yeah. yeah you either walked or rode your bike and if you rode your bike you're behind <laughs> everybody
1: Yeah. yeah yep. <laughs> well, that's
0: uh that's pretty awesome you know i think my kid's life is very different from my life you know we live in a in a development we you know and obviously i live in spokane now don't live in in minnesota but you know i've had that same kind of conversation with my boys like they're like well what did you dvr when you were a kid (laughs) no you just made sure you were at the tv in time
1: yeah I used to get up at five thirty on Saturday mornings and have my cereal and chocolate milk watching all the cartoons, man. Yes. It was on. Yeah. Yes.
0: GI Joe, he man, you know, oh, all yeah. those things like transformers. I'd l- I love that. That would, to me, that's the good old days, you know?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and they have no reference of that. And I try to, I try to show them those cartoons and let me tell you, they don't age well when you no, try to show them to your children, they really don't 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 do it. It's not worth it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. But- i showed noah uh the the original transformers and he was like uh this is real pixelated <laughs> <laughs> i was like, yeah because resolution was not a word in our dictionary was, when we were kids there was some guy in the corner drawing this on paper is what this, <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah. Yeah, like, this is an anime this is not what you know as animation so <laughs> pretty funny well that's that's awesome you know it's it's fun to find similarities um, now I have a question. My first randomly generated question okay. for you. Okay. I'm ready. So, what's something you find challenging about your work? Well,
1: there is the overarching of what's challenging in real estate, and then there's the what's happening right now in real estate. Sure. And uh, overarching in real estate, you know, I am I'm very fortunate. I've been in it long enough that uh, I have business that comes to me. It's uh, friends friends of friends, clients, friends of clients, things like that. And I'm very fortunate that way starting off, it's very difficult to dig in and build your book of business and not have to be that guy, not be that realtor who's, you know, putting his picture everywhere is all in your face, always talking about real estate. I never wanted to be that guy. But yet you walk that fine line. And I'm very lucky that that I've gotten to the place that I'm at. But it's, been a lot of hard work to get there, and the challenge is connecting with new people. I would say for for at least for the realtor part of my job, um, in in modern in the last part of you know here the last three months in 2021, the uh, market has gone insane. Everybody's figured out they don't have to live in California or Chicago, New York, yep. wherever. And they look at Nashville and say, Hey, this is a nice city. That's really inexpensive. Let me come here and dump a bunch of truckload of cash and buy every house possible. <laughs> yep. And, uh, I've, I've been guilty of that. I have a few clients that moved from California and, and have been very blown away by what they can buy, but I have a lot of clients right now. I have one I was just meeting with that normally under normal circumstances would have their pick of any house they want. And now we put in four or five offers, significantly over asking price and we're getting beat out left and right by people coming in and out from out of town with cash. Really? So, uh, that is, uh, it's, it's tough right now. It's very tough, especially if you're just a regular person that needs to get a loan and buy a house a
0: regular way. You know, we here in Spokane, we have a lot of California money coming up too. It's very similar. I mean, we're not similar to Nashville in size, but there's a lot of, there's an influx. I've got a good friend who posted the other day. He said, you know, I'm I'm looking for a house for my family. I have three hundred thousand dollars, and the only thing that I can remotely afford is about a sixteen hundred square foot rancher, that's yep. outdated and needs about seventy five thousand dollars worth of work. Sure, sure. And three hundred thousand the-
1: in Nashville would get you a you know, nice dinner at Waffle House and a, and a handshake <laughs> somewhere probably.
0: So, you know, that's if I ever move to Nashville, you're definitely going to be the guy that I'm going to call. But I also realized that if I ever move to Nashville, I'm probably going to live in a condo above a gas station for a while.
1: <laughs> I, I can do you better than that. I'll find you something good.
0: That sounds good. Yeah, we we uh, we just had the, the conversation in my family um, with Gretchen and I where we said, hey, uh, we've owned our house for 15 years now. We haven't really done any work on it. What, what do we want to do? We've got three boys. They're growing. Did we want to try and buy a bigger house? You know, and we looked around and everything was three to four times what we paid for our house when we bought it. Yeah. And, and I was like, I don't really feel like being house poor. Like that's that's, the thing. That's, that's not an attractive thing, you know? So we decided to invest in our house. We're doing the upgrades. We've done the floors, paint, and now we're looking at doing a small addition to add two bedrooms and a living space. So our house will be like a five, three when it's all said and done with three living areas and uh you know it's a lot more economical for me to do that than to go out and buy a seven hundred thousand dollar house here
1: well you know i'm I'm, a lot of my clients i'm having that conversation with them like hey you can sell i can sell your house all day long but what in the world are you going to buy and where are you going to go and uh, i help a lot of people make a lot of decisions on hey we should just do some work here and sit tight and see what happens and and we've done the same thing and we We built a house, uh, about five years ago in a nice, well, actually we in a new section of our neighborhood and we really like this area. Our house is approximately doubled in value, which sounds fantastic. It's, it's glorious. If you're going to sell and go move with mom and dad, it's a wonderful thing. But, uh, if you've got to sell and buy something else, it's a, it is a trap and it's, it's very difficult right now. So.
0: Yeah, I actually know a couple people who have sold their house and moved in with in laws, you know, and hoping that the market in the next year or two is going to cool off and the cash out that they're taking out of their home that they can utilize that to to get a nicer house down the road. Sure. I just you never know with these things. I just that's a that's a risky proposition. And
1: listen, if if I had a crystal ball, you and I wouldn't be talking. I'd be sitting on the beach with a cigar and a bourbon somewhere. So you know, you're <laughs> We'd right. You never talking. know. We'd 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 still be friends.
0: We'd still be friends. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, uh, that is a, that is a challenge. That is a real challenge. Um, okay. This one's kind of fun. Okay. What's your favorite family recipe?
1: Oh man. Well, I'll tell you, um, I don't have a recipe that's been handed down generation generation. My wife has that on her side. What we have is family pizza night. I have, uh, I have challenged myself. Once we had kids, I wanted to have family pizza night. My wife and I used to do like a little stuff like that when we were dating. And I was like, you know, how much fun would it be for the whole family to make pizzas together? So I have slowly perfected the sauce, perfected the dough, got the oven set up the way I want it. And we make an event out of it. We we get some red wine, we throw on Sinatra, when the kids love it. And we just I constantly am throwing pizzas in and out and we're eating them different combinations the whole time and it is a it's an event that I hope they pass down to their kids. It's so much fun.
0: Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. How often do you do that?
1: We try to do it about once a month and you can tell by looking at me that I'd probably do it a little too much. Um, <laughs> but it, it doesn't always work that way, but I, we shoot for once a month and it's yeah. it's just a fun event that we all look forward to, you know.
0: That's that sounds like uh, it's one of those things that the kids are going to look back on and remember. Yeah, I you hope know? so. And they're going to be like, Dad, I, I need the recipe for the sauce because pizza sauce—that's hard. It's tough. I've got it down. I'll send
1: you the link, and you can post it if you want. But it, okay. I, I have a killer sauce, and uh, it's uh, it's really bold. But just like me, it's it, it's it's pretty dang good. So
0: that's awesome. Well, you send that to me because I will post it because and I'm going to use it because we we do something kind of similar we like to make our own pizzas like i don't we don't make it an event but that that sounds like a really good challenge i think a challenge for getting your family together and doing pizzas is super fun i i i have this dream of building my backyard one of those brick oven pizza things. yes but i looked online and there's there's tutorials and youtubes on them but i don't know i don't know if i'm ready to take undertake that (laughs)
1: <laughs> I've got the oven set up and I can get my oven just right at about 550 and I've got the dough for that. But what I love about it is we we just sit around the kitchen, turn off all electronics, you know, rock out some old school music. They know and now they know the Rat Pack and Sinatra from that and that yep. I feel like I've done my job as a dad if I've passed that on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's just an event and that's I seek out those moments with them where we can just be together and be present. And I struggle with being present, so i I try to make opportunities
0: for that. So that's that's really awesome. I I think we all struggle with being present. Uh, Like I struggle with it, and our family does a a Sabbath once a week where we shut down all the tech. And I'll be honest with you, the last couple of weeks we haven't been so great on it. But it's but it's one of those things where it's like, okay, if we're going to do any tech, it's going to be together. We're going to watch a movie. We're going to do something intentionally together. And and since we started that, it is it's been amazing how the family dynamic changes when you're all present. There's always this kind of tension for about an hour or so. Sure. That they're like, Oh, I can't do, can't do video games and can't do this. And then, (laughs) then they have like two hours of wrestling, you know, Mm -hmm. and I usually get pulled into that. And then, then they start to kind of find their groove of looking around and right. What what non-tech things can they do? And, And it's, it's it's really awesome. So I really, uh, I really, he can come say hi if he wants. (laughs)
1: That's my son. He's bringing his guitar down to show me something.
0: Oh, he plays the guitar. He is during COVID. He
1: has picked up guitar and has taken off. He has, uh, we got him in some, some zoom lessons and he's really enjoyed it, but he gets bored with those lessons, gets on YouTube and like, he's like, Hey dad, here's uh, smells like teen spirit. And he's like, and I've gotten him into kiss, uh, which I'm the biggest kiss fan ever. And I, I feel really? like I, I think if I die tomorrow, I've done my job. He loves kiss and we like to do pizza <laughs> night. So, you know, y- you
0: know, you're winning it at parenting. You are, you are winning it.
1: We're, <laughs> well, you're just getting the highlights. You're not seeing it at all.
0: So. <laughs> you know, and that's, that's another interesting thing because, you know, you look on Facebook or Instagram and you see, you know, people posting and like, Hey, and one of the things I love about your post is like. It's always like later, Graham, and you're like yeah. Saturday at 524 in the afternoon, you know?
1: Well, that's because I'm not very witty, and I can't come up with like, the witty comments about it. I'm like, this is just when it happened. You know, here we go.
0: <laughs> I love it, though, because I'm like, oh, look, Ross is out having lunch with his with his daughter, and sometimes, I don't know if it's your daughter or your wife, they both look so similar. Yes. Yes, I was like, in, in your, your wife, I don't, somehow you got like a child bride. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> I don't think she's aged a day. Well, so. listen,
1: she was a freshman and I was a senior and I was in charge of orientation. So I got first dibs on the freshman girl. So I knew exactly <laughs> what I was doing.
0: Smart. That's what we call planning <laughs> ahead. You got to plan ahead. You got to think about these things. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, you know, that whole, that whole family thing. And I think today's families are just they're challenged we're we're challenged by the number of things you're doing the number of games you're going to you know the the pressures of being included in everything so I really applaud your pizza night that's awesome well thanks man it's fun it's something
1: that you should try I think I think your family would love it
0: well I'm I'm gonna and I'm gonna put on the Sinatra and see watch my you know rap loving boys uh (laughs) flip out it'll be it'll be hilarious <laughs> uh, okay. So your son plays guitar. If you had an, an instrument that you could play any instrument, what any would instrument.
1: it be? Oh man, it would be guitar. I'm living out my dreams through him. And I am really, I, I think I'm going to buy one and just learn chords with him so I can just jam along. But he has gotten to the point where he would leave me in the dust. Really? And, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. he is that good. I'm, but I'm going to catch up. That's my goal for this year. I'm going to catch up.
0: Nice. That's awesome. I'm going to ask this question this randomly generated question. Okay. I think I know what it's going to be though. And okay. I should write down my guess, but if you could have a career in anything other than real estate, what would it oh. be?
1: Oh, I, I would be, well, I'd either be a distiller or a head brewer. That would be, that would be where I would go. I would, I, I really thought about, I'm, I, I'm an avid home brewer, brewer, and I love doing that. I've, I've really had a lot of fun with that. Won a few ribbons and competitions, really enjoy it. As the kids have come along, I've gotten out of it a little bit. But sure. I would, I really considered open up a brewery and actually uh, filled out the paperwork to start the, the ball rolling. And I called down there and said, Hey, what do I need? And they said, listen, here's what you got to do. And they told me all the forms and all the money I got to spend. And then they said, just want you to know, um, this is when the, the, boom was happening at breweries. They said, uh, we have processed about 30 of these in the past month. And, uh, so just, just so you know, there's going to be a little competition. I was like, thank you very much. Not going to open a brewery, (laughs) 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 but I still love it. I think it would be a lot of fun. I think if I, I told my wife, a retirement job would be giving tours at a distillery or a brewery. I think that would be a blast. You know, that
0: would be, I would come visit you.
1: Yeah. We'd have a good time. It would be an entertaining tour for sure.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure and that's how we first connected was over bourbon.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The the podcast group, yeah. Yeah. And uh it's it's you know, I I love it and I I'm I'm not as avid as a guy I used to be hunting everything down as much as I could, but I uh, I I still enjoy it, but uh, I'm uh I've taken a back seat to to other pursuits these days. So.
0: Yeah, I was just talking with Gretchen and I was talking about how once the pandemic hit, I kind of fell out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and um just there were just a whole bunch of things that it was like, eh, I don't know, right? you know, if, you know, there were other things going on and, but now I'm back in, which is really great. It's super fun. Oh yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And, you know, I'm able to, you know, we adopted Jackson and, you know, that was kind of a change in our family. You know, he'd been sure. there for a while, but since we had adopted him, like it was, it was a little bit different and, you know, but now I'm able to be back in and really focused and having fun and, I'm not searching out as much, kind of like you said, um, right. There are way too many people looking for a bottle of Blanton's. Yeah,
1: there definitely are. <laughs> you know, with me being out and about, I, I'd stop in, you know, all kinds of stores when I I just drive by a liquor store, I'd just run in and I've been able to, to score a lot of uh, the Weller is the, the kind of the, the easy score around here. You can find it sitting around. It's a good bourbon, but it's not worth the hype that it gets. But I buy it for my clients as, you know, Christmas gifts. And uh I'd probably just about two years ago, probably had about 14 bottles of it stashed away under my liquor cabinet. And one day my wife is cleaning stuff out and she goes, I hear you say, Oh my God. He's like, What are you doing? <laughs> I was like, I promise it for clients, I promise, you know. But it it, it can get away from you. You can get a little too obsessed and you can hunt it down. But I will give you one tip. Yes. When you're when you're out hunting and you're in a new place. Uh, go to the worst looking liquor store you've ever seen. Uh, the one that sells fireball and bush light and on the shelf somewhere, they're going to have something great sitting there because nobody's going in there and they looking for those things.
0: So. Yes. Yes. I totally agree. That is uh, the one thing I've learned the gas station. Yes. You know, like they'll have a random bottle of something sitting there and it's been sitting there for, you know, two years exactly exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah great this is perfect that, that's actually how i got my first bottle of blatant's Was really? i walked into a liquor store in medical lake which is an outskirts right mm-hmm. i walked in there and they had like four on the shelf and i was like oh it i think i bought it in 2017 and the bottle date on it was 2015 <laughs> wow <laughs> it'd been sitting there for forever the guy that's was like hilarious nobody buys those i was like yeah
1: I'll come in and buy the rest of them. I'll, I'll just come, come back. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a little, unfortunately, a little bit of a drive, but it's worth it. It's worth it. So yeah, yeah. Not now everyone around here is going to know my, my honey hole. Uh, you've, so. you've given it
1: away. Don't give them away, man. I did. I did.
0: If you could do anything for a day, anything at all, what would you do? Like, tell me your perfect oh, day.
1: Well... I would probably it would probably be the first Saturday in May, and I would be uh, the owner slash trainer of uh, the a thoroughbred that's a favorite in the Kentucky Derby. Uh, I would uh, be there soaking up the whole glory of that day in a suit and a ridiculous looking hat and a and a very bloud tie. I would have a few uh, mint juleps hanging out with my wife, having a good time <laughs> with with Joe and his wife there. And uh, we would we would watch my horse cross first, and then I would just uh, light up a Cuban cigar, counting my <laughs> money that's going to be that, coming to that me. After is that
0: is very so. specific, and I love it. Like, and I love that I get to be there. Like, this is perfect. <laughs> uh, are, do you are you into horse racing?
1: I love it. I love watching it. I I really wish I would have gotten more into it because I'm sure. from the land of horses up there. Uh, I have a lot of friends who who now uh, uh, several friends who own a piece of a horse uh, and really get into it. Um, my wife's uncle was, was big into horse racing and I went several times with, with him. I just love it. I love the tradition of it. We tend to do a, uh, yeah. a derby party at our house and, uh, I make, I make the simple syrup. I, I do it all, do the juleps and do everything. And, you know, I make people, I try to make them appreciate the grandeur of the event and they just <laughs> want to drink bourbon and laugh at me. So you know, it, it works sure, on, on sure. both levels.
0: So the, the Kentucky Derby is one of those things that is just steeped in pageantry. And and I love it. I love watching Absolutely. it. I love uh uh I didn't I didn't watch this year. Somehow it snuck up on me. I think because of every, like just the timing of everything. Yeah. And I was I was sure, amazed sure. the first time I ever watched it, and I remember I was a young kid. I was like, What what are these horses about to do? They're what to go in a circle? Oh. Real NASCAR like.
1: Yeah, yeah. My wife, my wife, the first time we watched it, I built it up and we had a kind of hole to do. We we're having a mint julep. And the race starts. And yeah. you know, it only lasts about three minutes. You know, it's it's a very fast, you know. And uh, my, my wife said, That's it? It's over? And I was like, well, "What did you expect?" She's like, "I thought they'd do like ten <laughs> laps or so." I was like, "It's like NASCAR with horses or something." I was like, "No, it's a, it's a sprint. It's not a marathon. It's a sprint." You That's
0: know? awesome. Yeah, I, I, I love it. My sister owns a polo um, farm in Western Wisconsin. They always do a a big derby thing there at oh, their wow. place, and um, they've got all kinds of horses around there. Wow. It's it's awesome to go there but the derby is just it's so special in the the rituals of the big hats and everything's so colorful sure and i mean i'm in spokane so you know first weekend of may you never know what you're going to get here but back there Very it's true. real nice Very true.
1: what i'll say the derby is incredible it is something to see something to behold and to plan out and do but there's a little secret in kentucky there's a racetrack in lexington called keeneland and uh keeneland is if you could squeeze kentucky into about two square miles it would be it would be keeneland it is the most glorious stone walls with ivy and all the pageantry and beauty of the derby but on a much much smaller scale and they run in the spring and in the fall and um you can go there and bet on other races but the watching the races and just getting a little dressed up having Uh a a, a barbecue sandwich and a little statements and not knowing a thing about any of these horses, but just having the time of your life. It, oh, that blast. is so
0: cool. I have one more question here. Okay. And it's kind of a, kind of a fun one. First of all, tell me how old your kids are. What are their ages?
1: Uh, my son Hudson is eight and my daughter okay, so Anna Ross eight and is 13.
0: 13. So I've got a 13, nine and five year old. So we're right in that same, same age. Okay. So where do you see yourself gotcha. in 10 years, man? That's a great question.
1: I I am trying to figure that out. I'm trying to figure out what's my next move in business and in family and all these things at 10 years, obviously, one will be in college, one will, will yeah. uh, be getting ready to go to college. I hope that we have the ability if if they want to go somewhere far off to go be somewhere near them, to be to have the flexibility to, to do that and to, to look at new chapters and do new things because if I'm still showing houses in 10 years and I'm saying here's the bedroom and here's the pantry, I'm doing something wrong. I want to be doing something different in 10 years. Not that I don't love it. Not that it's not a lot of fun. I just sure. I like variety. I like new challenges. And I, I would love to see a new chapter for us, for my family, for what they're doing and, and for us, you know, personally in our career. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm open to whatever. You know,
0: it's interesting. I, I realized this last spring, that I was living my life very much kind of as it came to me and I wasn't looking far Mm -hmm. out. I wasn't looking 10 years in the future. You know, I was very much, I I was planning, like I was saving for retirement, those things, you know, doing the, the normal, but I didn't really have a a plan per se. And it was a real awakening that I was just kind of surviving and and not planning. And yeah, I, I, It's yeah it is and i don't i don't know that i've got it figured out yet like i don't know that i've got like oh well the next 10 years are going to be blah 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 blah," right uh which is funny because i'm married to a woman who very much she knows you know like yeah when we got married she said we're not going to have a kid until i'm 30 and we're not going to do it until we own a house oh wow well guess how old she was when we had a kid (laughs) 30 30 and we bought a house like a year and two months before we got well not even that it was like six months before we got pregnant and then noah came along you know a year later so sure
1: well it's it sounds like y'all are a great compliment to each other it it it, it takes somebody in the in the relationship to have that kind of drive and and thought process and by the way those are my dogs going crazy if you can hear them uh they they i i really I really was blessed and, and and really lucked out and married way above myself with my wife. She is so smart and such a planner and really has that skill set that I do not have. And, it, it, and I'm so thankful because I push her in, in the the being spontaneous ways and she keeps me on track with plans. And let me tell you, my Google calendar is full of everything I've got to do. And if I didn't have that from her, it would all fall apart. But she is very accomplished and has a, a wonderful career of her own, and she's very talented. And I don't know how I snagged her. Must have been that trap of me being a senior and her being a freshman. That must have been it. I must have dazzled her. Yeah, exactly. Yep. On the way
0: up. Yeah, you got her early. You got her early. That's what you did. Yeah. Well, you know, and I, I have a very similar, you know, Gretchen is, I, I always say I outkicked my coverage absolutely (laughs) you know and uh luckily it's worked out for it'll be 22 years for us this year and uh wow you know and she's that planner she's she's got it all down me not so much of course (laughs) the funny thing is over 22 years you start to come closer together right 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 i'm much more of a planner than i ever was uh and she's a lot more spontaneous and can go with the flow a little bit better than she was so well it happens. It, it does. happens.
1: It, you know, you, you kind of meld together and make a cohesive unit.
0: Yes. And,
1: uh, I think I, uh, I'm the bottom dragger and she's keeping us above, above water level there. So
0: <laughs> I don't know about that. You're pretty awesome. <laughs> I like, I like having you as my, bro- my bourbon brother. So it's you know. a good brotherhood right there, man. It is a great brotherhood. Well, Ross, I really appreciate it. Is there anything else you want to share with our audience?
1: No, man. I'm just, I'm just so happy to help you out and, and to be a part of this, man. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I, I look forward to listening to your shows, man. You got a good format. I like the questions. I think it's going to be fun to watch. So,
0: well, great. I really appreciate. I appreciate you being my first non-family guest. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> Tell your wife I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be right behind her. So, yes, that's right. You get to come in. You get to come in in episode three. So there, there we, we go. go. Thank you so much for your time, my friend. You have a great day. Absolutely. You do too, buddy.